Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in James chapter 5. And the theme of the first 11 verses is that believers need to be patient. Notice verse 7, therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. Well, why are they challenged to be patient? Well, the rich are oppressing them in the first six verses. The rich, they were hoarding wealth. They had gold and silver And then notice verse number four, they had a lot of extra wealth because they were holding back wages. Notice verse four, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud. Because they weren't paying wages, they were able, verse number five, to live in luxury. And then they were able to buy off the courts, verse number six. You have condemned, you have murdered the just. Most commentators don't believe that this is literal murder, that they're killing their workers, but they are killing them in the courts and the poor are left with no recompense. There's no one to stand in their corner. However, God says he is going to judge. Verses 2 and 3, he's going to corrode their uh, riches, and he is going to use those riches to witness against them in verses 2 and 3. In verse number 4, they're going to have to stand before the Lord because the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts, the Lord of Sabaoth, And they are going to experience judgment. Now, how do believers respond? Verses 7 through 11, they need to be patient because Jesus is coming. Be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. So the picture is is wait. But notice verse number 8, they also need to be patient with uh, each other. Verse number 8 and 9, be patient, establish your hearts. The coming of the Lord is at hand. And notice verse 9, do not grumble against one another. Be patient with each other. When life is hard, it's easy to get impatient and to fight among um, among yourselves. And he's saying, look, be, be patient. The judge is standing at the door. And then they are to be patient with unbelievers, verses 10 through 11. It gives the example of the prophets who suffered and continued to suffer, and Job who faced a trial, but they persisted in walking with the Lord. So be patient. Secondly, he tells them in verse number 12 that they need to speak with integrity. Notice verse 12, but above all, there's an emphasis there. And he's saying you don't need to make oaths. Let your yes be yes and your no be no so that you don't fall into judgment. Be a person of integrity. Then in verses 13 through 18, he challenges them to be prayerful. They are to pray in the difficulties of life and in the joys of life. Notice verse 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. So to pray during all times. He says, if you're sick, then call for the elders of the church, anointing him with oil. Now there's question around what does it mean for anointing with oil? Some believe that this is medicinal, that they were putting medicine. Some believe that this is metaphorical. It's like prayers are like soothing oil that goes over someone. Or some believe that this is symbolic, that you should actually use literal oil and anoint some with with that to picture the work of the Holy Spirit. But the key is, is that we are praying in the name of the Lord. Then he gives the example of praying with intensity in verse 16, effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man, and praying with expectancy, just like Elijah did in verse number 17. Then he closes in verses 19 through 20 with a word for believers to be watchful. He says, if anyone among you wonders from the truth, we don't know if he's talking about believers 
that uh, were part of the family of God, or these were unbelievers who were mixed into the church. But he says, look, if someone you see is going off course, then you need to get involved and help that sinner turn from his error and save their soul from death and, co- and allow that to cover a multitude of sins. In other words, there's a challenge. Make a difference in someone's life. And I pray that you'll make a difference in someone's life today. Thank you.